0: Welcome everybody, this is Marcin, wider known on Twitter as Crocs from Big Balls Fantasy. You are listening to UEFA Champions League Podcast, the show that should help and allow you to get better rankings in UEFA Champions League fantasy game. I have been playing UCL fantasy game for 7 years now, with good successes over time. I finished at the best 1% of players throughout the last 2 seasons and I have been earning around 800 points in each season. In this show, you can expect a lot of analysis, on numbers and football statistics. I'm going to help you get better idea how the game works, which players are worth picking and I want you to be successful in the game. If you are a fan of football, especially if you love watching the biggest football events, this show is exactly for you. Sit comfortably, turn this on your headphones, basically listen to it anywhere you want. Even if you are new or you have totally no idea how the game works, I'm here to help. You can expect that every Monday evening or Tuesday morning before the game, there's gonna be another episode of Big Balls Fantasy. So, this is already the third match day, and in this episode, I'll be overviewing what happened from the time of the previous match day. I will also preview each clash in match day 3 and which UCL options are looking good to get for MD3 and 4 as well, as this is back to back the same uh, match day. I will also have a little fun and I will try to predict each game results. I am recording majority of this episode on Monday, so a lot of information that are going to be available on Tuesday I'll try to put on my Twitter. Without further ado, let's go into the first match of Matchday 3. First game, and we will know the squads, it's going to be Bayern Munich versus Victoria Pilsen. In the meantime, Bayern uh, has lost against Augsburg 1-0, and they have won against Bayern Leverkusen 4-0 in the last weekend. And the team from Czech Republic have won the derby against Slavia Prague 3-0, and they had a draw against Bohemians 1-1. In this game, I'm expecting a Bayern to roll over victoria this should be comfortable win for the german giants of course we will know the lineup so the task is much more easier to pick up the right players for this team and i would recommend both defensive options as well as offensive options for somebody who's running the limitless wild card probably mane sane and one of the defenders are going to be a good choices on the regular picks, I would suggest to pick Joshua Kimmich. However, he we got the information that he and Thomas Müller are having COVID. The manager already said that uh, there are no symptoms, so they, sh- they should be back relatively quickly. In the short words, I if I would be picking a defender, that would be probably somebody like uh, Alphonso Davies or David Pamekano. From midfield options, we do have a huge young talent in form, Jamal Musiala, who's priced only seven million. Uh, If I'll see that he is going to be on the on the spreadsheet for first 11. I'm surely going to include him in my uh, wildcard team. Another good offensive options that have uh, very good numbers offensively is Leroy Sané, who is priced a little bit higher, around nine millions. During Julian Snugglesman on his press conference before... Uh, the game, he mentioned that the back four should be relatively unchanged. He said that Alfonso Davies will not get the rest and will start. So that's a good, uh, that's a good news. Uh, as well for Upamekano and De Ligt, this, this is going to be the two center backs. The remaining question is between uh, Pavard and Mazraui on the right back. He also mentioned that the midfield is, should be Gravenberg and Goretzka. And in an attack we'll see youngster Matistel and Mane, Gnabry and Musela. As I mentioned before, I will not be proposing to pick any Victoria players. I would expect that Bayern is going to win this game 3-0. <whistles> Next up on the agenda, we have Olympique Marseille versus Sporting Lisbon. During the break, Marseille have a draw against Rennes and the win uh, 3-0 over Angers. In that match, the shining star, uh, the right back or left back, actually, the full back, uh, Jonathan Klaus, has a goal and two assists. So that's uh, one person that I'm going to recommend from Marseille. He is priced around 5 millions. And another one would be Nuno Tavares, if you would like to pick any Marseille players. Moving over to Sporting, they have lost 1-2 against Boavista and f- they w- have won 3-1 versus Gil Vicente. Taking into the consideration the form of two uh, teams, I think Sporting, ma- Sporting might be grabbing a win in here. Uh, three players that I would recommend from Sporting is, of course, Pedro Gonçalves, who is priced 7.5, I believe, or a little bit, a little bit higher. Uh, cheaper option, I would propose Trincao. Uh, Marcus Edwards would be a good option. However, there are rumors that Paulinho might be taking a forward spot. And, of course, you can select from defensive options... Either Pedro Poro for right-back spot. He is very offensive and if you want, you can select Antonio Adan as your goalkeeper. I expect that this game is going to end up 1-2 to Sporting. So offensively, we might consider a few options from that team. And Tottenham had uh, a good win against Leicester City, 6-2 where Son Heung-min got his hat-trick out of the bench, and Tottenham has lost the North London Derby versus Arsenal 1-3. As I mentioned in a few uh, previous podcasts, uh, if I would be picking somebody from Frankfurt, that would probably be either Mario Getze, Colomuani or Kamara. And if you would like to pick somebody from Tottenham, I would probably select one of uh, some. If you like the midfield option, there is also a cheaper one who caught my attention. Uh, Pierre Emil Emil Hoiberg. He is noting a good offensive options. He is capable of playing uh, or getting or of getting an assist. He is also good for the ball recovery points. So for that cheap price, that's somebody that you might consider. Of course you can also pick Hurricane, however I do think there are better options uh, in the premium forward spot. As for predicting the result of that game, I do think both teams are going to score, so I'm gonna say that slightly uh, Tottenham is going to win 1-2. Let's move on to the next game. Next up we do have a match in Group C, Inter Milan versus FC Barcelona. Inter does not have a really good form. They have lost their last two games 1 3 versus Udinese and 1 2 versus AS Roma when Jose Mourinho was not there on the bench. Barcelona is slowly racking points in La Liga. Uh, they have two wins 3 uh, 0 versus Elche and 1 0 versus Mallorca over the weekend. So we do see the fav- favourite to win that game, I believe. I think Barcelona is going to win this. I would not really recommend many Inter players. Uh, for sure, I would not pick any defenders. Uh, if you want tr- to try, maybe Nico Barella from midfield looked like a good uh, fantasy prospect for that game. He's racking up goals and assists in the league. However, we do have a bunch of different options from Barcelona, starting from Robert Lewandowski for sure. That's a really good option, I think. You can try to also take the uh, defenders like Balde or Garcia and uh, Dembele might be also a good pick based on the statistics and also like expected minutes. We also know that Jules Kunde is going to be out for at least two weeks so if you, have the, if you have him in your team I would be selling. And as for the prediction I'm gonna say that Barcelona is going to win this game 2-0. Next match on the Tuesday schedule, we do have a game of two European giants. Ajax, Amsterdam versus Napoli. Napoli is in a very good form. They have won their last two games 2-1. One. one was against AC Milan and another one versus uh, Torino. Ajax is in the little worse form. They have lost their game against Azad Alkmaar when two. And have a draw against go-ahead Eagles 1-1. I see the goals in that in that fixture. So I would probably recommend to pick offensive options from both of the sides. I would skip the defensive options for this one. And from Ajax we have we have the picks like Bergwijn, Berg- uh, Berghaus, Mohamed Kudus if you want a cheaper one. And Kenny Taylor might be a good one. As for the options from Napoli, I would say that Zielinski... He is a standout pick. He's a very good in form uh, player right now. You can try Matteo Politano for 7 millions. And of course, uh, Kvichak, Faradzkelia. I probably patched that name. Basically, Faradona has a very good offensive statistics. And I expect him to be involved in the goals if Napoli scores some. I do see this game as a very high scoring one. Although, I'm going to say that Napoli is going to take a win. Because of the late bad Ajax form and the result is going to be 1-3 to Napoli. Let's go on to the next one. <whistles> next up we have a British game Liverpool versus Rangers. Between the match day 2 and match day 3 one of the games for Liverpool versus Chelsea was postponed. And over the weekend they had draw with uh, Brighton 3-3. Pretty unexpectedly I would say. And Scottish Rangers have two wins over the break and one was 2-1 and another one was 4-0. I do think that Liverpool is going to win that game but if you would like to try with any of the Rangers pick I would recommend forward Solak, who is priced very nicely. Other than that I would focus on the Liverpool even uh, of the bad, bad form that they ha- are currently in. The standout pick for me for that game in particular is Costas Simicas, who's priced 4.5. Andy Robertson is going to be out for at least two game weeks. Liverpool should be scoring at least a few goals in that game, so from offensive options, I would recommend Luis Diaz, priced uh, 9 million. Mo Salah should be a good for goals as well, he's racking up. Nice statistics, however, he was pretty unlucky in the last few games, it remains to see who is going to take the forward spot, however, there are three people that are probably uh, going to fight for it, Diogo Jota and David Nunes, so I would probably avoid picking any of these. Let's not forget about the best uh, in form, Bobby Firmino. I expect that Liverpool is going to take a win in that game and I'm going to say that they are going to win 3-1. Let's move on to the next game. Another Tuesday game, we have Club Bruges versus Atletico de Madrid. Belgium club uh, over the break have lost against standard Leash 3-0 and have win 3-0 versus KV Mehelen team. Similarly, Atletico have won lose against uh, Real Madrid in the Derby 1-2 and they have won their game over Sevilla 2-0. This game, I would say this is pretty hard to predict uh, the result. Uh, In terms of picks, I would probably recommend offensive picks from the Belgian team like uh, Fran Jutgla, the forward 5.5 or the midfielder Andreas Skolvalsson. From Atletico I would probably be picking one of the defenders because uh, Jan Oblak looks to be back. So uh, Reinjildo Mandava and uh, Molina in the price of 4.5 might be a uh, good addition to your squads. Overall I, I'm gonna say that this game is going to end up as a draw 1-1. The last game of Tuesday we have FC Porto versus Bayer Leverkusen. Between the match days, uh, FC Porto have a draw against Estoril and uh, they won their game versus Braga on top of the Portuguese league for one. Bayer Leverkusen had a similar results. They have a draw against Werder Bremen 1-1 and Bayer Munich have win against them. Uh, 4-0. From fantasy point of view, I would not be recommending any Bayer Leverkusen players, however, there are a few people from Porto that I would recommend you to pick to your squad. I do think that their defensive options are looking great. You can try to pick Diogo Costa as your goalkeeper for 5 millions and also you have a cheap defenders in form of uh, David Carmo for four millions only or you can try with the fullback back Zaidou Sanussi i think he's priced 4.5 if you would like a cheaper striker for that game i think Mehdi who is coming back from the suspension priced only seven millions is worth looking and i do believe that uh, home advantage is going to be beneficial for Porto and they are going to win this game 2-0 <whistles> First game on Wednesday that we will know the lineups for is RB Leipzig versus Celtic Glasgow. German team had a uh, loss against Borussia Mönchengladbach Gladbach and they won their ga- uh, game over the weekend versus Bochum 4 0. Timo Werner and Chris Kunku got two goals each, and these are the players that I will recommend for your fantasy team if you would like to pick any of the RBL. Uh, players. What's funny they uh, the whole team have like three uh, shots on the post so the result could have been much much more higher than 4 nil. I don't think that Marco Rosa team is uh, very defensively solid yet so I would be probably be skipping the defenders from RBL. On the other side Scottish Celtic I also uh, lost and win their games. Uh, They have lost 2-0 to St. Mirren and have won 2-1 to Motherwell. The only fantasy prospect that I would recommend uh, from Celtic are going to be two people. First one is Kyogo Furuhashi and another one is the midfielder Jota. Other than these two, I would not be experimenting with any other players from Celtic. I think the quality of the teams is going to decide who is going to win. And I think that's going to be on the German side. I think that this game is going to end up 2-1 to RB Leipzig. Let's move on to the next game. And for the next game that we will know the lineup for on Wednesday we are going to have RB Salzburg versus Dinamo Zagreb. Salzburg had two draws in their domestic league. Both ended up on the result 1-1 and Dinamo had two wins in their domestic Croatian league. Uh, they won 2 1 against NK uh, Lokomotiva and 4 1 against Slaven. I don't think that this is going to be a very open game, so I would be recommending the offensive options from both sides. In the Salzburg team, uh, old friend Noah Okafor is knocking onto my door on the wild card, so it, I'm, I'm probably going to pick him to my wildcard team as just for the punt another options is that you can consider uh, are cheap forwards in form of Benjamin Sesko and Fernando these are also might be scoring good uh, points for a relatively cheap prices and the players from Dinamo Zagreb are also are also capable of scoring in this game so somebody like Mislav Orsic or Bruno Petkovic might be worth risking I do think this might be a surprise result for this game. I do see a high scoring game, so I'm going to say that the result is going to be 2 2 draw. Another huge game of Wednesday is going to be Chelsea versus AC Milan. Similarly to Liverpool, Chelsea have missed one of their games uh, during the break, and over the weekend they have won their game uh, away versus Crystal Palace 2 1. The team from Milan have lost the first game to Napoli 1-2 and they have won over the last weekend versus Empoli 3-1. What is not helping the Pioli team is the injury crisis. There is a lot of players from the first squad injured currently, which is going to be tough. For them to compete against somebody like Chelsea. This is a must win for Chelsea if they want to go further into the next stage of this tournament, so I am expecting them to um, line up with the strongest 11 possible. Over the weekend, Chelsea's manager Graham Potter uh, used the tactics with four defenders. Uh, previously in the season, they were using the tactics with three centre backs and uh, wing backs. I won't be recommending the defensive covers from both of the teams, as I see that both of the sc- both of the teams can score the goal in this in this game. However, I slightly favour Chelsea to win this one, so somebody like Aubameyang or Sterling might be a good pick. Uh, there's also a huge chance for Conor Gallagher to be involved, and I do think that he might be a good punt if you would like to find somebody who's who might be racking a ball recovery points as well as ca- is capable of scoring and assisting. It is also yet to see like who is going to be the the designed penalty taker. Arrival of striker Pierre Emerick Aubameyang put the question over the Jorginho being the main penalty penalty taker. So for now I would recommend to wait and see if Jorginho is going to be the one. As for the AC Milan, I do think that the injury crisis might be uh, petrifying to them and they will probably lose this game because huge influential players like the goalkeeper Mike, Mike Nann and the left-back Theo Hernandez are out. As well as Divo Corigi, Florenzi, and uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is out as well. So, for the positions of left back, we'll probably see Baloture, and for the right back, the new buy uh, for the summer signing, we have Serginho Dest. The cool option that you might consider for this uh, match day is the goalkeeper Tatarusanu, who is coming in the price of 4 million only. Although I, I did mention that I don't expect Milan to pick a a clean sheet in this game versus Chelsea, so I will probably avoid that one. I do expect this game to be a win for for Chelsea side, uh, but a very close one, so I'm going to say 2-1 to Chelsea. Next up we have the fixture that all the UCL players should be targeting which is Juventus versus Maccabi Haifa. I'm going to allow myself to skip Maccabi Haifa because I don't think we need to talk about either their games or the fantasy prospects. So let's focus mostly on the Juventus player. This is back to back the match against probably the worst opponent in the whole campaign of UCL this year. Even though that Max Allegri team is not looking at their uh, the sharpest form right now, I do expect juventus to win at least the home game but i also do expect that they have they they have a huge chance to win away a game as well i do see the clean sheet potential for this game so you can try to pick the juventus defenders unfortunately or fortunately Mattia perrin is no longer a ucl option uh, Wojciech Szczesny is back in the goal uh, he comes in a price of five five 5.5. Uh, the last game that Juventus have played, they utilized the formation of 4 for 2 instead of the usual uh, three at the back. But it doesn't matter regarding the formation. I do think that defender... Philip Kostic priced 5.5 is a great asset for uh, for this match day. He's classified as the, the defender but usually he's playing on the wing. And similarly Juan Cuadrado is uh, actually pretty much the same. If they will be playing 4-4-2 formation we can expect that Cuadrado is going to be utilizing the right midfielder position. Other options from the defense you can try with Alexandro if he's going to be starting as a left back. Uh, Danilo should be playing the right back and Bremer and Bonucci should be at the pair of the centre-back. I don't think that we will have any midfielder from Juventus, however two striker duo Vlahovic and Milik are worth considering, I'd say. Vlahovic is coming in the price of nine millions, and Arek Milik is in the price of 7 million. The latter I expect him to be at my wildcard team as a punt, because I do see the potential for cheap points and also as i mentioned for the price of 7 million you are not risking a lot answering to the question from the comments conrad i do think that milik for 7 million is a very good option let's go on to the next match next clash is the benfica versus paris saint germain in the domestic league benfica had a win and a draw Uh, lately they won their game against maritimo 5-0 And they have a draw over the last weekend uh, versus Vitoria de Guimaraes 0-0. And Paris Saint-Germain has two wins over the last two weeks. Uh, First one is 1-0 win versus Lyon. And over the last weekend they won 2-1 versus Nice. In terms of fantasy prospects, I think that there's not going to be a clean sheet in these games. I do believe Benfica and PSG are going to score goals. So I wouldn't be expecting any clean sheet points. However, the defenders still got the benefit of racking the ball recovery points. So the cheap options from Benfica, like like Otamendi or Mr. Silva, are good to good to have. Same goes for the offensive defenders from Paris Saint-Germain. If you have Hakimi or Nuno Mendes on your uh, in your squad, I wouldn't be hasty to take them out from the from the from your team. Uh, Because they still might be racking up the offensive points. This game should be much more problematic for uh, French giants. uh, But I do still believe that the quality is on the French side. The offensive trio of Mbappe, Messi and Neymar should be destroying the Benfica defensively. I do believe that Benfica is capable of scoring the goal versus PSG. So from offensive options from Benfica you can try with... Still tested, Joe Mario six millions, or one of the strikers of uh, Neres or Ramos if you have uh, them in your squad. However, if you're on a limitless wildcard right now, I would be picking the PSG offenders. So somebody like Mbappe, Neymar, or Messi are all are all good options. Personally I'll be probably be taking up Mbappe or Messi on my wildcard team. As for the prediction, I'm going to say that this game, co- this game is going to end up 1-2 to two, two Peugeot. Going to the next match. <whistles> next game on the agenda is Real Madrid versus Shakhtar Donetsk. I do believe that this matchup is very often in the Champions League. I don't know why it happens. However, these teams faced each other multiple times in the past. Usually the quality is on the Real Madrid side, however, Shakhtar usually are troubling them in, 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 in a way. This is going to be really tough match for both sides. In La Liga, the last two results for Real Madrid are the win in the derby versus Atletico 2-1 and over the weekend, unfortunately, they draw versus Osasuna 1-1 when Benzema missed uh, the penalty there. As for the Shakhtar, in the domestic league they only played one game and they destroyed Metalist Kharkov 6-1. There was a hat-trick scored by Danilo Sikan, who is not even in the game. There was also a goal for Mudrik, who is a good pick for this uh, Champions League campaign, I think. I do think that he has a skill to score against any opponent and I think he is on the target for many different European clubs to target him on the summer or even on the winter uh, transfer window. Usually these games were uh, having the results of 1-2 one, to two, 1 depending on the, depending on the ground. This one is in the Santiago Bernabeu, so I slightly favor the Real Madrid. I wouldn't say that there there is a clean sheet potential because Shakhtar likes to score the goal against uh, Real Madrid. Mm. Uh, There is a cheap option for the goalkeeper. Antonio Antonio Lunin should be starting in the goal because Courtois is injured and that's somebody that I'm probably considering on my wildcard team. In the offense, uh, I would recommend Vinicius Jr. of course from the midfield and if you'd like, you can pick Karim Benzema who is back from his injury and should be the main offensive outlet for Real Madrid. I think this game is going to end up 2 1 to Real Madrid. Let's move on to the next match. Next game on the agenda we have Manchester City versus Copenhagen. City is winning comfortably in the Premier League game after game. So, over the break, they have won 3 0 against Wolves, and over the weekend, they have won the Manchester Derby versus Manchester United 6 3 with uh, Haaland and Foden scoring the hat-tricks. The Danish side in the domestic league have lost their game against Mithiland 2-1 and they have won uh, uh, the game over the weekend, 1-0 versus AGF. Of course, I'm not going to recommend any fantasy prospects from Copenhagen we will be purely focusing on the City Peaks. I don't see the way that Copenhagen can score the goal. Of course, I can be surprised with... uh, you know, the lucky shot, however, I do see a huge potential for a clean sheet, so I'm going to recommend the whole uh, city defensive block, starting from the other side. and moving on to the defense, Kyle Walker picked up an injury, uh, so we should see uh, Joao Cancelo moving on to the right back position and that opens up the position for left back which is probably going to be filled out by Sergio Gomez who is currently uh, the cheapest of the City defense. I think he is priced for point 4.1 uh, at the moment. You can also try with one of the center backs. However, I do see the potential of Laporte coming back. So Ruben Dias, Laporte and Akanji are fighting for two centre-back spots. There's also Nathan Ake in the mix who might be taking up the left-back spot or the left-centre-back spot. From the midfield, we can try with uh, the tested Kevin De Bruyne, who's racking up many of the matches points in every game. That's... Uh, they had in the ucl i also need to mention that phil foden as in a price of 8.2 is also a very interesting pick especially after the hat-trick against manchester united over the weekend it is also yet to see who is going to be playing on the right wing position so it's either going to be riyad mares who is priced very highly in the in the ucl fantasy um but we might also see Julian Alvarez, who is only six point nil forward in the game, and if he's going to start, that might be a good cheap option for for the points. It is also pretty scary not to own Erling Haaland, especially. Uh, after the statistics that he is noting in the Premier League, that's out, like outstanding, that he's a total beast and he if he going if he's going to continue like that, he might be racking up all of the records in the Premier League this year. As well as in the Champions League, he's very young, he's very talented and I do see that he might be scoring a lot of goals against Copenhagen if he starts. He's also a good potential captain option for uh, one of the match days, so I do recommend him as a, as a fantasy, fantasy prospect. In terms of the prediction, I'm going to say that City is going to roll over the Copenhagen 4-0. Let's move to the last match, Sevilla versus uh, Borussia Dortmund. (laughs) Sevilla is continuing to have a poor season uh, over the break. They had the draw against Villarreal 1-1 and they have lost uh, over the weekend against Atletico de Madrid to 0-2. On the other side of the blade, Borussia Dortmund have won their game over Schalke in the Derby 1-0, but over the weekend they have lost 3-2 to Colonel. There are a lot of players that are uh, injured currently in Borussia Dortmund, so similarly to AC Milan, uh, the coach has a difficult situation. We might still see uh, the goalkeeper Mayer, who is priced only 4 million because the Gregor, Gregor cobble is going to be out of this game. Both teams are actually leaking the goals, so I'll probably skip the defensive options. However, if you'd like to pick somebody from both of the teams uh, from Sevilla, I would recommend the cheap right-back Carmona. And for Borussia Dortmund, you can try with uh, Rafa Guerrero, who I mentioned thousands of times in this pod. He is underpriced in this game, currently 4.7. They can all rely on him not only for the defensive returns, but also the offensive returns. As for the offensive potential from Sevilla, uh, there are picks uh, like Lamella or Isco. However, I would probably pick uh, different ones from Dortmund. We will not see Marco Reus. So I would also skip the offensive options from this team as well. The only midfielder that I would consider having is Jude Bellingham. Uh, However, there are better options in this price, I think. As for the prediction for that game, I'm going to say that this game is going to end up 1-2 to Borussia Dortmund. Alright, that's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please click on the like button and pass it on to your friends. If you have any feedback or suggestions for me, feel free to drop me an email on bigballsfantasy at gmail.com. And if you really like the episode, you can buy me a coffee using the link ko-fi.com bigballsfantasy. Remember that as a thank you for buying me a coffee, I'm granting an access to my Discord where we can discuss last-minute changes before the match. Thank you for listening to Big Balls Fantasy Podcast. You will hear from me in the next episode on the next week. Take care, cheers!